Go and make disciples of all nations. This is our mission. What's up and welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. This podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. What's up, y'all? It's Joe Melendres, and I'm so thankful that you're tuned in to episode 14 of the Mission Driven Podcast. Low key, it's been a big week. We welcomed our baby boy, Anthony, into the world. So thankful. What a blessing. Life is a miracle. Well, our theme today is same but different. Right now, we're recording and releasing this episode during April of 2020. And the world is same in the sense that humanity hasn't changed. The sun is still rising and setting, but different because we can no longer gather. Crowds of people seem to be something of the past. Schools and businesses have temporarily closed or moved online. And almost the entire world is under some form of lockdown or shelter in place. The reality is things are very different. I heard it recently said that the first problem in the world was not sin. It was loneliness. God said in Genesis to Adam, it is not good for man to be alone. Then he created Eve to be a companion, a life partner. Being in a relationship is part of our design. So now we strive to find new ways to connect until this storm known as COVID-19 subsides. Well, right now it's Holy Week. And as we journey through this week, let us remember Jesus following through with his mission. He was the sacrificial lamb who redeemed humanity and became the savior of the world. That's a big mission, but he did it. It's my prayer that any suffering that we go through, that we can grow closer to Christ and all that he endured for us. My friend Andrew once told me, Joe, don't waste your suffering. So Jesus, we thank you even for our pain, even for our hardship. Thank you for being our strength and our hope during this trying season of life. You know, hope is something that everybody wants right now. And I got good news. Jesus is that hope. He is the hope of the world. If we were to compare Jesus to ourselves, you'd probably say, well, Joe, he's really different. He's God. This is true. However, we are the same but different. He was fully human and fully divine. But I got good news again. We got the same spirit in us. Well, today's mission tip is brought to you by God Swag Apparel, a cutting edge and faith-based clothing line. Wearing clothes that represent Christ is one way of spreading the good news all the time. I got to be honest, I wear God Swag nonstop and usually brings up many opportunities to talk about Jesus and look good doing it. So, Use discount code MISSIONDRIVEN and save 15% off your entire order. MISSIONDRIVEN, one word, all caps. I'll put a link in the show notes. 
So today's mission tip is same spirit. It says in Romans 8, 11, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. We're not only made in God's image and likeness, but we have the same spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So let us call upon the spirit for love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruit of the spirit, if you didn't know. Let us never forget that we have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead inside of us. Okay, wherever you are in the world, thanks for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. Next up is Word of the Day with my wife, Noelle Melendrez. Man, she just gave birth and she's coming on the podcast. Come on, make some noise for her. Then a special interview with our Mission Driven guest, Josh Angrisano, a.k.a. Jay Sano, plus an exclusive Break It Down with Jay Sano, where we talk all about his latest album, Same But Different. We are ready for liftoff. Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is Word of the Day. It's a special day because I'm joined with, I call her the warrior woman, my wife, Noelle Melendrez, who just gave birth this week to our baby, Anthony, who's in the room with us as we're recording this podcast. How you doing, Noelle? I'm doing okay. How are you? <laughs> as you're wincing in pain <laughs> while we record. Um, thanks for, for coming in. Uh, you're bouncing back. Amazing. I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away at the miracle of life. And thank you for bringing our, our son into the world. You're welcome. <laughs> well, uh, we're talking about same but different. That's our theme today. So I found this awesome scripture passage in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 7. Am I reading for us? There are different types of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit. There are different types of service with the same Lord. And there are different types of activity, but it is the same God who operates all of them and everyone. The point of the spirit being revealed in each one is so that all may benefit. Whoa, so much here. Um, Once again, that was 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 7. So we're going to be breaking this down, be the SOAP method. It's scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So my observation was there are different gifts by the spirit, but they come from the same spirit in different ways to serve, but it all is for Jesus. And all the activity that we have is for God, who is the operator, the generator of this. And each gift that we've been given is so that everyone may benefit and glorify God. I think it's it's super simple how it was broken down here, how, how Paul described this, but also kind of intricate and deep as well. What were some of your observations? I'm very similar to what you said, just how everything comes from God all of the service, all the activity, all of our gifts. He's the source and that everyone is to benefit from him. Um, It also made me think of what Jesus said when he said, you are the salt of the earth. Mm. 
you are the light of the world. Talking about how, you know, using the analogy of salt, flavor and goodness and light, having that responsibility of letting your light shine or bringing out the true flavor and goodness of the world around us. It's not we, by accident that we do the things we do. Everything comes from God. And there's a lot of humility that can come in that if you really take that in, that all yeah. that we're given is from Him. Yeah. All our abilities, all our activities, all everything that we do is from Him. Totally. Yeah, that's such a good point because once we start taking credit or we start saying, oh, I'm, I'm so good or I'm proud in this sense, it's not giving God the glory and that's what it's all made to benefit everybody and point to him which leads me to application i put um father god son lord and spirit holy spirit are the source and produce and operate gifts in us so that everyone may benefit and i'm reminded that i must work within these three areas gifts activity and service so that people may realize who god is and benefit from god and that all we do should point to the source who is God. And I, I know I thought it was really cool because how he broke it down, three and one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and how um, they are all equal, but yet one and working together. But we sometimes forget. We just think, okay, we're going to you know, focus on Jesus or we're going to focus on God the Father or focus on the Spirit. But they're all together, all the same. They're different, but the same, which is pretty mind-blowing when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I just read this one. I mean, because we're talking about spiritual gifts here, which I think is also something to note is that, you know, there's different types of spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, are we using our spiritual gifts to their full potential? Mm -hmm. You know, does the feeling of being unsure keep you from embracing your spiritual gifts? And, you know, that's just kind of something I've actually thought about a lot recently is, now, am I using my spiritual gifts? Like, because there's different types of spiritual gifts. Yeah. And, you know, people are called to different ones and there's a responsibility in that gift. Yeah. That Or those gifts that God gives you, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to remember that, you know, that we are held accountable for that, you know. And, you know, do we, do we ask God, do we pray to God and ask him, you know, what are my gifts? Yeah. How do you want me to use them? And again, being spirit-led and not pride-driven yep. is kind of what comes to mind. Um, you know, again, asking yourself, you know, are you allowing God to work in you? Because, or are you not allowing God to work in you? Because pride can get in the way in both senses. Yeah, pride can keep you from embracing your gifts, and it also can be something that takes a gift and it takes away the value of the gift right prides in the way yeah i i totally would agree and i feel that you know these gifts anybody listening right now you can ask yourself what gift has god given me and it's something that we should continually ask ourselves but you know sometimes our gifts are revealed when other people see it in us they see something that you don't actually see um i know that i've heard stories of gifts of prophecy and friend JJ someone went up to him and just started speaking prophecy over his life and it was like it blew him away but this person had this gift you know so I think it's it's important that we're open to whatever gift God's given us and once we discover that gift we utilize it to glorify God well and also being open to other people's spiritual gifts too yeah you know and not letting pride get in the way of that either yeah. 
you know, if I, exactly, if I need healing, you know, I'm going to go to somebody with a spiritual gift of healing. Yep. You know, if I need to be taught something mm-hmm. and I want someone who's been given the spiritual gift of teaching, yep. you know, you can't just put it all on one person yep. or, or just put it on yourself to fulfill all of that. So, and along with that, you know, you've been given a gift and say, you're like, well, I want this gift, but maybe that's not the gift that God intended for you to have. So operating within the gift that God's given you super important as well. Amazing. So let's go ahead and uh, conclude with prayer in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we invite your Holy Spirit into this space. Lord, anybody who's listening right now, wherever they may be, we ask that your Holy Spirit just move, Lord. But we pray for our families, for protection, for healing, for restoration. Lord, over the entire world, Lord, we give the world to you. It is yours. We are not our own. We belong to you, Jesus. Lord, we pray that the Spirit may stir up something good, um, potentially revival over our entire planet. And Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, who have lost loved ones during uh, and through the coronavirus. Lord, we pray that the year 2020 may be a year of believing. Lord, we are dedicating our lives to you. We are putting all of our trust on you. We are believing in what is unseen, which is eternal. And we're so thankful for the spiritual gifts that you've given us, everyone. Lord, we pray that that those gifts may be revealed so that everyone may benefit. And dear God, we just ask that in this season of social distancing that our gifts can continue to shine, Mm. that we don't feel discouraged, and that we can continue to reach out to others and serve others in maybe unique and different ways than we normally would. But just continue to push us, Lord, to be salt of the earth, the light of the world to others. And thank you so much that you've given us so much and so many gifts. And please continue to be with us during this difficult time. Give us strength, give us peace, and give us balance. Amen. Amen. All right. That was word of the day. First Corinthians 12 verses four through seven. Mission Driven Podcast with Noel Melendrez. Let's go. Today's mission-driven interview is a Catholic singer, songwriter, rapper, poet, and speaker who currently resides in Melbourne, Australia. He uses hip-hop as a vehicle to share his witness in a relevant and relatable way. He is a modern-day evangelist with a heart for Jesus. The guy has got so much talent and so much faith, it just oozes out of him. And did I mention he's also a father and a husband? Please give a big mission driven welcome to Josh Angrisano, aka Jay Sano. Hey. Yeah, bro. Let's go. Cue the air horns. Let's go. (laughs) 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 Bro, how are you? Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, you're. I'm, I'm hanging in. So you're in Melbourne right now. Yep, in Melbourne, Australia. Grew up in Dallas, Texas, and Denver, Colorado most of my life. Right. And, uh, yeah, came over here about three, four years ago to do some mission. And then uh, had to go see about a girl after that. And uh, met my wife while I was over here. And wow. followed that up. And now I live here. Wow. Now, that's amazing. Such a journey. And that's what Jesus, Jesus mm. will take you all over if you let him. 
Our theme today is same but different, and that was inspired by the title of your album. Bro, you just dropped an album. Mm. Let's go. I did. I did drop an album. Come on. So um, we're going to talk all about the album and then uh, stay tuned for Break It Down because we're going to break down a couple songs. So before we unpack Same But Different, I just want to know a little bit about your faith journey. What led you to do the kind of work that you do? And did you have a moment where you experienced encountered God? Uh, yeah, um, it's just been an ongoing journey that I'm still definitely walking on. I feel like in a lot of ways I haven't even started, but, um, just to bring it back from where I'm at now, um, you know, I grew up in a very cradle Catholic home. You know, um, my dad, Steve Ingersano is a speaker who goes all around, um, and stuff and, and, uh, does talks and such. And so growing up, I went to all the youth groups. I went to all the Bible studies and, you know, I, I felt like it was a, it was more of a social thing for me deep in the heart. I didn't know that yet. Like, I really thought I was I, I was really into my faith and being a good Christian. But, like, looking back, I'm sort of seeing that it was more of a social thing. And I wasn't really – I really didn't – it really didn't make that head-to-heart journey for me too much yet personally to where, it you know, my faith would withstand trials. And so the first, you know, major trial was graduating high school and going to college. I was playing sports. You know, if you met me, like, five years ago – I was going to be a professional baseball player, wow. which makes no sense. Cause I'm like, I'm like five ten, and you know, could only throw the ball like maybe 70 miles an hour on a good day. But wow. I was just convinced. I was like, God, I know I have, this is the way you made me, but I'm going to be a baseball player. Like regardless, everyone's so going to see, but it really was just me. Yeah. Sorry. You played it. You played ba- baseball in high school and college. Yeah. Yeah, high school and college. So wow. I only went to like uh, like a D3 school, University of Dallas, to just continue to play baseball. Bro, that's fantastic and something I didn't know. That's so cool. So what, what position did you play? Outfield. And so, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I was an outfielder. I did catcher in high school. But really, I got to college because I could hit the inside fastball out for a home run. And like, so, you know, in high school, when nobody, like when people couldn't really control where the ball was going, yeah, I would you know, every, you know, one out of 12 times get an inside fastball that I'd knock out of the park. Wow. So that, that got me to, that got me to college. But then once they were starting to be able to control it and only pitch off speed and outside, I was toast. I was on the bench. <laughs> I couldn't hit anything Dang. except the inside fastball. Well, now you're hitting home runs for Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> wow. That's right. All right. So your, your passion is baseball Five years ago, that's what you thought you were going to do. Then what happened? Um, and so, you know, that was that was where my heart was at. And I would say just quick back, like bring it back a little bit. Growing up, there was always a tug on my heart for music because mm. my dad's a musician and I just I loved music. But I was too scared of what people would think about me. Mm. And so I never actually pursued it. Like, you know, I, I thought if I sang in front of people, I'd get made fun of. And I was constantly trying to fit in with this like quote-unquote popular crowd which you get out of high school and realize that means absolutely nothing but I was like just really trying to fit in there so I never really planted and and it kept working on my my music you know so I go to college but I'm always I was always passionate about music but it was always a conflicting thing it was like should I do it should I not I was like no I'm just gonna play baseball but then the baseball dream kind of starts to die like I'm looking at it I'm just kind of being a little bit of a realist and I'm like I'm on the bench 
It's sophomore year. I'm at a Division three college, and they said I'll maybe get to start my senior year. Mm. Maybe, you know, this is the end of this journey. And that was really, really tough. That's kind of when that whole, you know, my, my faith was a bit shaken because, um, I don't know, I, I guess I just had this plan for my life. And I thought my plan was awesome and it wasn't working out. And so, uh, and, and I didn't really have the, the people around me who love me and, and who, you know, brought me to youth group and all stuff like that kept, kept me Christ centered. Mm-hmm. And so I really got into, um, I don't know, just numbing the pain with substances. Wow. And I, I really, that, that, that journey went for a while, like 2014, to the start of 2016, I was high or drunk every single day. Wow. And like was losing my grades, was losing everything. And, um, and yeah, eventually just for multiple reasons, it could go for a while, but I just decided this is enough. Like I'm not happy. I don't like who I am. I don't like who I'm becoming. Um, you know, I just, I need to, I need to figure something out. And so, uh, you know, with that, when I was really like abusing substances, I got kicked off the baseball team. I got arrested one night. And it was during that time that I did start writing and recording music. I think just because I was so broken and that I just wow. needed an outlet to just get my thoughts down on paper. So I put out my first mixtape, Daydream, under my rap name, August Flow. Mm. And uh, that was terrible. It was so bad. Don't ever search the internet <laughs> for it. I think it's on SoundCloud still. But, oh, my. But, uh, so, wait, but, so how, um, how old yeah, were you I, when you started writing? I probably put out daydreams when I was 18. Wow. 18, 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so. Fre- fresh out of high school, you started writing. Yeah. Okay. And, and I mean, I did, there it was like, like uh, when I was in high school, our youth group had this, we had this like rap group called One Love Revolution. Ooh. And it was, I actually just got off the phone with like, my best friend of all time, Quinnen. He lives in Dallas, and he was One Love Revolution. And then his other guy, Marco. And uh, I was still didn't have confidence in myself and cared too much about what people thought to really join them. But I would like beatbox for them and okay. like seen some courses. Nice. And I loved it. I loved it. But then you know, I guess just uh, that whole group just kind of died out because we were all like thought that we had to go to college, like, which, you know, there's nothing bad about going to college, but we were like, yeah, so this is fun, but obviously we have to like do yeah. regular stuff. Real world. And so we just like, yeah, so we just like stopped. Um, but yes, in college, baseball dream was dying. That's when I started to write music and take it serious. Wow. And so I think we met in, was it 2016 Holy Fire or 2017 Holy Fire in Chicago? 20, 2017. So you wow. met me the year after. So 2016 was a big year for me. Yeah. So I was in the thick of addiction. And and by addiction, I just mean like just didn't like myself sober. And mm. so just use anything and everything to just feel a buzz. Mm. And, um, and so I decided I just don't have control of this. And so um, that's honestly why I did mission work in Australia. Wow. I was like, I can't do this by myself anymore. You know, I'm, I'm struggling. I need to be in a place with a bunch of new friends. I need to be forced to be in a routine and I need to like break this cycle. And, uh, and so that's what I did. And I mean, that year was, was where I had my personal encounter with God. That's when I kind of told God, look, I've been hearing about you ever since, you know, I was young. 
I've never really leaned on you because I've just been trying to follow my plan, but I'm going to give you this year. I'm going to give you this year where I'm going to pretend like I'm super duper Catholic and I believe it. I'm going to go to mass every day and I'm going to pray and I'm going to go to adoration and I'm giving you a year to transform my heart. And if, if, you know, if you provide, then I will serve you the rest of my life. And, um, obviously he did. I mean, he kicked the addiction. Uh, there was somebody here, uh, a guy who actually re- helped me produce and record the same, but different album. I ran into him here in Melbourne and he lets me record at his studio for free. And he's wow. like, he's got this awesome home studio. So when I, when I was a missionary and had no money, he was like, bro, I just like your stuff. You can come here and record free anytime you want. And so then wow. I started recording more that year and I dropped like a mixtape turbulent, like during that year of mission uh, throughout Australia. And then, um, yeah. And then. I came home and that's when you met me. Bro, that's incredible. And and then you met your wife at that point. So you went to Australia and then you met her after you went back to Australia or while you were there on mission? No. So we did, we were on the same mission team. So we were, we were working together every day. And, uh, and that was just a journey of, you know, we were, we were best friends throughout the whole year and she was healing a lot of things in my heart wow. of just, being burned in the past and, and, and other stuff. And I mean, at the end of the year, um, it just really, uh, I mean, I just kind of, we, we talked about it and we were just like, you know, this friendship means a lot to me. And so we did long distance all of 2017. I went back home and we just discerned, you know, discerned if we were meant to be together. Wow. And I mean, in that, like, I don't know, in a, in a, in a environment like, like net, it's almost like net team. What I did is like net team. Yeah. So in an environment of net team, an environment of like what I did, youth mission team Australia, like you're literally with that, like those people every single day yeah. you're doing ministry, oh, you're yeah. working, you see their good days, you yeah. see their bad days. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like meeting somebody and like knowing them for three years. Of one yeah. Year. And yeah. so by the time, you know, like between that experience mm-hmm. and then doing long distance and like breaking out of the bubble and the hype of being in ministry mm-hmm. and, and like still talking and then her coming and visiting my family and I was realizing like, okay, this is real. This wasn't just the hype of being a missionary. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I knew fully well who I like, what I was getting into, what I, you know, the person I was going to commit my life to. And so we married quick. Wow. And you also have a baby. Yes. Now we have a one year old baby. Man, Next month she turns one, one. Year old. bro. Toddlers. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. So I great. know she's so, walking around the house. Bro, I'm Crazy. so happy for you. And you know, even though we have met and we had talked a few times and we've had some great conversations, it's so great to hear your story. And I'm so thankful that you're sharing it here. Um, and I'm I, I was mm. listening to your album this morning just to kind of get in the zone. And bro, it's so good. And I'm so thankful mm. that you said yes to really using your, your gift to glorify God, because it's just so powerful and you're, you're a voice for young people. And yes, you know, in, in like reading your bios, you know, hip hop, bro, hip hop is the number one genre in the world. So it is beyond relevant and such a way to connect. So the (laughs) fact that you're using hip hop to evangelize is massive. And I just, I'm so excited to see what God's going to do in your life. And, um, I just want to know about this album. So tell me uh, a little bit about mm. the, the title and, and just to break it down a little bit, what brought this whole album together? Same, but different. Yeah. So the title, I'll, I'll explain the title first and I'll explain how the body of work kind of came together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so same but different is sort of a play on words of um you know like i'm a new creation you know what i mean like whenever you you give your life to, to god you become a new creation so i may look the same you know i may sound the same but i'm a completely different mm. person i'm jesus mm. i'm not josh anymore wow. and so that was sort of the name you know same but different um and then also it was because uh this album was like 80% of these songs were singles. Like last year, I was dropping a new song every two weeks. Whoa. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And so these songs were, yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. It was coming out every two weeks, but I just sort of realized, you know, like just, just trying to understand this new market and how mm. people just, they get tired of things quickly, mm. but then also they, you know, if it's too much, it gets over flooded and you're just another person on their timeline. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of found that two weeks was a little too short because I had like the first one I dropped was back then. And then the next one I dropped was, was movement. And then like everybody was, was like vibing with those. They were wow. like, yo, this is great. But then I got like two months into dropping every two weeks. And then people were still like, yo, back then, man, that was good. Like movement was good. And I was like, have you heard any of the other ones that have <laughs> yeah, come out? Yeah. And they were, and they were like, what? No. Like I just was focusing on those. And so, um, I guess I just realized like, wow, a lot of people actually didn't see or hear what I put out last mm, year. Mm. And so I repackaged it. It's the yeah. same stuff, but just packaged differently. Same but different in that way too well yeah. it's it's nice actually for the listener to have it you know packaged and ready to listen to because i know that i was following you back then and i was listening to your stuff as it came out but now to listen to the whole album you know start to finish it's awesome and it's mm. it's enjoyable and it was bumping in in the car mm. um so i mean so many different messages and we're gonna break a couple of those songs down in break it down which I love. And you know, this, this podcast is called the mission driven podcast. You know, Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. And you are in Australia. That's, that's one nation you're, you're making it happen. Praise the Lord. Um, yeah, praise so God. what do you think right now? Cause it's such a unique, awesome story. What do you think a mission, um, God has given you right now in your life? What is that mission and, and how are you responding to it? Um, well, a mission personally is to be a good father and to be a good husband and steward over my family yeah. and pass the faith on to the people around me. Mm. But I would say something I've really been, has been on my heart on, the, on a bigger, like, you know, um, fear is creating creative apostles. And Oof. so, you know, I've been going into, into schools and going into youth groups and I share you know, how I use my gifts that God has used me to, to try to advance the kingdom. And I just want to create, you know, I just want to spark something in the people who are listening to, to use their gifts and their talents to create high quality content that, that shares their, their testimony, that shares the message of hope. And then they go out and they, they change culture and they impact culture. Bro, it's so beautiful. Because that's it. I mean, making disciples is not just, you know, hey, just your neighborhood or just it's like we have to stay where we're planted and tell everybody about Jesus wherever Jesus wants us to go. So I, I think it's so beautiful. This earlier this year, I was really feeling the Holy Spirit tell me like, Joe, you got to you got to go into schools and you got to talk. And I feel this draw because I feel I feel like in schools, you know, they're 
well, first off, going to an assembly is better than being in the classroom. <laughs> so you, you have their mm, attention. Yeah, right. Um, but but also, sure. like, you know, you have a full body of students that could, in, you know, a matter of 45 to 50 minutes, they could be transformed. Or at least you plant a seed. And, you know, years back, mm. they say, you know what? I remember this guy who came to my school. What was he talking about? Yeah, he said something about this. And something struck you know, them from your talk. And then, you know, that's, that's the seed of, of faith that you planted in their lives. And who knows, you know, we, we don't know what God's going to do. And even if he just, you know, impacted one person with your music or with uh, a testimony uh, of one of your talks, you know, it, it, it told totally be worth it, but mm. the Holy spirit is limitless. You know, it's like, you can't put a cap on the mm. opportunities and what God can do through you, but it's important to us just to, be open and be a vessel. And bro, I see that. I see that in you big time. Mm, praise God. Yeah. And that's the thing I guess, like I always say sometimes even like publicly, you know, I'm just a normal dude. Like I'm yeah. not anything special. I put in my 10,000 hours on my craft and I try to be, you know, the best I possibly can. But like, I just hope that they look back and they go, well, if that guy can do it, like surely mm. I can too, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. I guess that's just, you know, us just being a witness to that. Yeah. So thanks, thanks Joe. Appreciate the the no, my pleasure and it, yeah like that's the thing the craft i remember the first time i heard you i was like it was holy fire and you were sound checking and i remember walking in and i heard i couldn't even see the stage yet and i was like who is that guy like he's got bars like he's just going at it you know and they're like oh this josh and grisano i'm like no way i gotta meet this guy but like that's a thing like you yeah. you you've been given a gift one but two you've really putting that time to grow it and, and, and harness that gift and cultivate it. And it's still growing. I know it. And even in speaking with, mm. you know, father Rob, he had told me, he, he invited you to do a couple of projects for uh, his tour. And he's like, Josh is amazing. Within a matter of hours, he had sent me his rap and video and it was edited and it was incredible. He memorized it all. I'm like, Oh, that guy, you know, he's, he's anointed with his gift. So thank you for using your gift. Mm. And, so so awesome um if if all of a sudden josh you had the whole world listening to you like right now what what would you want to tell them oh man uh the whole world was listening i would just say oh have faith jesus is king i don't know yeah (laughs) i I mean i would i would just say uh yeah i guess i would just say like it's if anything that's good in my life any anything that i'm thankful for it had nothing to do with me and had everything to do with Jesus. Bro, that is so beautiful. So true. And I think the more you mm-hmm. like you grow as a disciple, you realize like, oh man, I am highly unqualified. Like I I am <laughs> I'm pretty messed up myself. You know, like it's like we're not made out mm-hmm. for this, but by the grace of God, we can do it and we can proceed and 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 that's that's everybody. Amen. Like I love that the concept Amen. of you you're just relatable. You know, like hey, I I'm just a normal guy. You know, if anybody can if I can make it, anybody can make it, you know. And that's and I always say, like, you know, if you can relate to people and you can connect with them, then you can truly share the gospel. But if you can't do those two things, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to share Jesus. Mm, absolutely. Speaking Amen. of Jesus, uh, what's a favorite uh scripture verse or, or Bible story that you like? Favorite is uh, I, I I can't do favorite moment, but I can do what I'm on, when I'm what I've been reading right now. Okay, what's cool. Really been sitting with me, and cool. and uh, God's just got me going through Proverbs mm. because um, and I, Proverbs, man, like 
if anybody hasn't read Proverbs, if you just like are seeking wisdom, this entire book is just just quotes of wisdom. And wow. so uh, one that I guess I just wanted to point out was uh, twenty Proverbs 24, 3 to 6. It says, uh, by wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, is it made firm? And by knowledge are its roots filled with every precious and pleasing possession. A wise man is more powerful than a strong man, and a man of knowledge than a man of might. For it is by wise guidance that you wage your war, and the victory is due to a wealth of counselors. Wow. That's powerful stuff. And that was probably. And I just want to make a little note. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Proverbs three to six. I just want to note the last one in, in the victory is due to a wealth of counselors. You've been, you've been boosting me. This is a good point for me to just boost you and say, like, you know, you've definitely been a counselor for me these past few months, ever since we met at ACYF. And just even meeting you at, at, you know, in 2016, like, and, you know, I know this could be a whole different podcast, you know, branding, but just seeing how you've built, you're building a brand um, in your ministry is something that, that I definitely have to learn from. And then, I mean, how you just didn't withhold any of that information from me. Every time I reach out to you, you help me out try to help me to the best of your ability. And at ACYF, Australian Catholic Youth Festival, you know, you came by and, you know, you had to go on your plane. You had to, like, get to the hotel to grab your bags and, like, hop on a plane. But you talked to me for, like, an hour and a half and spit every single piece of advice and knowledge that you have. And so, you know, I, I definitely consider you one of one of the counselors. Bro, it's, it's an honor. And I'm so thankful whenever I meet any artist period that loves the Lord. Like it's, it's a joy to share anything I can. And so I, I was grateful we had that time. You know, ACYF was so crazy busy the entire, it was like three days, but it felt like, you know, three weeks. <laughs> um, so much yeah, stuff yeah, going on. Like- it was so great. So but shout out to anyone from Australia who was at ACYF or is thinking about going to ACYF. So much fun. Such a great conference. 6,000 uh, mm-hmm. teenagers in Australia, Australian Catholic Youth Conference. And so we were there. But yeah, we got to talk for about an hour on the last night. And that was fantastic. And I, l- I loved it. That was fantastic. It was, that was the beginning, I feel like, of a, a, a good friendship between us, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So cool. So cool. Well, bro, I'm so thankful um, that you're here, that you're you're on this show especially that you're a voice in our world today. Can you go ahead and plug your social media for everybody? Best, best place to follow me is Instagram. That's where I'm, I'm really, really active. And so that's at j.sano, S-A-N-O, underscore raps. Um, that's where you can hear a lot about what I'm doing. Um, YouTube is uh, just one word, jsano raps. Um, let's see, Facebook uh i think it's just jay sano and then you can find me on apple music and spotify just j dot sano you have to put j dot space s-a-n-o or else you get some crazy results but if you want to go and check let's check out the album or anything um that, that'd it. be where to go love it bro um and then also you're a tiktoker oh yeah man i'm yeah i'm trying my wife is blowing up on tiktok really you know isn't that funny what, yeah man. what's her she, handle uh, she went from it's parent life uh, at T A R E N T L Y F E. Nice. Yeah, I've been trying to do TikTok and I'm just I'm struggling. But my wife over here, she went from zero followers to 500 in like in like a week and a half. Let's go. So all right, Emily. People are just connected with what she says. Yeah, fantastic. And it's all like it's no friends like me. I got like 40, 50 people, but those are like just fans of the music along the way. This was like 
just people feeling like she was putting out wholesome content and loving it. And just wow. Well, I'm going to put all the links to your social media uh, in the show description. So make sure to check that out as well. But Josh, before we conclude and uh, stay tuned because we're going to come back with break it down. We're going to break down a couple tracks off his album. So you don't want to miss that. But I got some rapid fire questions for you. So the first thing that comes to mind, you ready? Okay. All right. Let's do it. Favorite flavor ice cream. Oh, mint ice cream. Favorite color. Blue. Favorite rap artist of all time. Come on. Uh, Andy Mineo. Favorite movie ever. Inception. Book or books that have greatly impacted you? Barefoot Investor. Um, that's more for Aussies. And Scott Hahn's pretty cool. I should check out Scott Hahn. What inspires you? Jesus. Jesus inspires me. <laughs> if you could have a superhero power, what would it be? Man, you know the movie Click? I wish I had just a pause button and a play button. Not mm. like the rewind or fast forward thing. But I would love if like I could just, you know, my alarm clock goes off. I could hit pause, sleep a little bit, get up, actually do what I was supposed to do and hit play and it'd still be 7 a.m. Ooh, that's good. Favorite fruit? Apple. Life goal? Be happy. And finish the sentence. God is? Power. Let's go, Jay Sano. Thanks so much for being here, bro. So excited. No worries, uh, man. May, may God bring abundant blessings to you and your family. And may you always stay same, but different. Thanks for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. That was our interview with Josh Angrisano, a.k.a. Jay Sano. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is Break It Down. And we got my man Jay Sano in the house. Super pumped to play some of your tracks right now. I was bumping in my car earlier today. So, bro, this is this, this your debut album? No, it's the second one. So I, I had another album before called Above Average. Man, these these titles, Above Average, Same But Different. <laughs> wow, it's heat, yeah. bro. It's heat. So, okay, let's break oh, it down. Um, we talked a little bit about the album concept. Let's Let's dive into some tracks and really break down these tracks. Let's go with the first track off the album called Patience. Where did this come yep. from? Uh, how, how, what was the whole uh, scenario behind it? Where were you when you wrote it? Tell us about it. Um, so this one, is, it's kind of funny because it kind of, the, the, the theme sort of contradicts itself. But I'm in a season where I'm just really anxious because, you know, just being an artist, I, I'm getting better at it, but there's just times where you're creating and you're not really getting a whole a big response. And so, you just get, get anxious and wonder if you're going, you know, going the same, the, like the correct route. And so if you hear in the verses, I'm just kind of talking about just finding that balance and taking, you know, being thankful for what everything God has given me, but also, you know, just trying to be, you know, patient and wanting more. And then the chorus is just kind of a motivation just for anybody, you know, like, you know, don't, you know, uh, don't don't be in a season of complacency, you know, like just, just go for it. Whatever's on your heart, just do it. So that's why I kind of say it contradicts because the verses are me being like, yo, be patient. But then mm. the chorus is like, don't be patient, go for it, do what you love. <laughs> so that's, that's sort of the song. Love it. I love it. Do you have a line, a lyric in there that talks about ego vision? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lose your ego vision, find your inner mission. So uh, inner mission, I-N-N-E-R, 
intermission. Oh, wow, bro. That's I need to get all your lyrics and just read them and meditate on. Wow. So, (laughs) so cool. I love it. Um, But yeah, that definitely struck me today because we got we got to let go of our ego vision. So good. Well, uh, we're going to jump right into Patience by Jay Sano. Let's check it out. Yeah, okay, last album I was thankful. Now I gotta play. Life can get real hectic, so I'm trying to keep it playful. My day's full, I'm grateful. I could say I'm stable, but I put so much pressure on me. Some days I'm a stray fool. Tell me what it takes, yeah. How many mistakes will, will, will I make? Till I see what I made, what I dream, what I chase. Now you see my frustration. I'm still in the a good way uh to start off the album did you did you know that you wanted to put that as the first track or when did you decide um that that was going to be the the opener i decided because if you listen to above average the first album the first track is thankful Mm. and so um i just like literally the first line of patience is yeah okay last album i was thankful now i gotta play for I was like, this is the perfect way to wow. just say hello to whoever bumps the album. See, and that's something that people don't know. That I mean, this connection, you're you're kind of gluing the albums together piece by piece. Mm. Um, do you ever listen to Lupe Fiasco? Yes, man. Like lyrical genius. Wow. That Tetsio and Youth album is mm-hmm. crazy. And his albums were so glued together. They were so powerful. I remember The Cool for me was such an epic album for me to listen to. That's so great. Mm-hmm. I love that you're merging your albums together. So great. The next song we're going to be talking about back then, I remember hearing it and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Uh, you know, and even as a father, it really struck me. So tell us a little bit about back then. Yeah. So back then was written the week I found out I was going to be a dad. So we just got married two months in, we practically had a honeymoon baby. And so I was, I was so excited and just like, you know, when that, we saw that the, you know, the test was positive. I, you know, like I, I, I didn't, I don't cry very easily, like about like big life moments, but I was crying and I, and I don't know if it was because I was terrified or because I was excited. It was a little bit of both. Yeah. But, uh, I guess this song is just me getting in the booth and I thought it was it just like, it, 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 that song was me getting in the booth and just recording everything that was going on. Mm. And, um, I guess I thought it was important to, to, to make it public 
especially with everything that's going on with, you know, life not being valued and, mm. and people thinking that like, oh, you know, having a kid's a bad thing. Like, it's, you know, your life is over, which is just so, so not true. And so um, I wanted to, I just, I just hope that this song reaches a, a young father who's, who's not confident yet or is scared to be a dad and that um, this feels relatable and this encourages him. Bro, so beautiful. How long did it take you to write this song? I made I made the beat as well. Most of these I I, I made the beat as well. Bro, I didn't know you made all these Sidebar. beats. Really? Yeah. Well, so I make the drum pattern and the main melody, and then I have some buddies come in and put bass lines down and like kind of elevate it a little bit. Wow, um, young Kanye, that's yeah. you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, this probably took me two hours. Three hours. Two or three hours. This guy, he's incredible. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this is Back yeah. Then by Jay Sano. Enjoy. I remember, I remember back when everything, everything cool back then. Run around acting a fool back then. Back then, back then. Suddenly everything changed. Life moves fast and the world's so strange. Now I got a baby girl on the way. Hope she's like a mother more than me, I pray. I just hope you get this message. Sorry if I seem obsessed. I still feel so young and reckless. The thought of you still leaves me breathless. Holding on tight and I'm still making In the caddy, mama feed him good so he might get a little fatty. When he hops up on the mic, he turns into a baddie. Better up, feel the rush. I ain't never giving up. This might get a little tough, but baby girl, I've been commissioned. When I was a kid, the king of kings gave me a vision. Hopping on the stage and spreading hope to God's children. Let them know that God heals them. Angels with the God fearing. Can't be more specific because really God's steering. So you know when I go on the road The love between our family always holding us close I wanna be a pair of hands that paint a better world So you're not scared to go outside and be my little girl I remember, I remember back when We were just, we were just kids back then Riding around town with the bikes back then Oh man, that track right there I just feel like you can drift away You can just like, yeah, it's you, you, you feel it, it's a vibe But the lyrics really grab you, you know It's something, something special So cool so you did back then with this album. Was that one of the first or second songs you wrote? Uh, back then was probably the first of the collective. Wow. To be honest. When I found out I was going to be a father, I used to procrastinate so much and just mm-hmm. be stuck in anxiety and not knowing what to do. And when I, I don't know, there's just this energy and this motivation that just mm. consumes you when you find out you're going to be a father. And so, uh, I think it started with back then. And then I was like, man, if I want to really make this music thing serious, I got to like, I got to start writing. And so Bro. then Alice wow. came about. Wow. I remember uh, when my wife told me that we were pregnant, we were on a, it's a small world at Disneyland. Mm. And she, she's <laughs> like, she's like, uh, I just want to let you know that our world's going to be getting a little bit bigger. And I'm like, 
like that was how she dropped it on me and it was like so cute but i'm like all of a sudden like i start getting hot and my heart starts pounding i'm like am i am i good enough to be a father like oh my god you like you face like there are so many things i need to change i need to become a better man you know like yeah i totally feel i totally feel what you're saying but yeah it definitely lights a fire under you to get to get going that's so great you know we're gonna go into this next track called movement there's so many awesome tracks. I wish we could unpack all of them. We need to do like Jay Sano part two and we just need to go through everything. Um, but yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about, about movement and the vibe of it and the, how you conceptualized it. Man, I love this track so much. This one was primarily produced by my buddy Patrick. He just came over and he just fit these amazing piano melodies. And then he left and then I like pieced it all together afterwards. But uh, this track, it all stems from, so, so movement is life. Movement is life. Out here, movement is life. That's like one of the main taglines. Mm-hmm. And that comes from the movie World War Z. You ever see World War Z with like Brad Pitt and stuff? I haven't, no. And, okay, so there's this scene where, um, you know, it's your typical zombie movie. And like, uh, you know, the whole world turned into zombies, yada, yada. But he's in this room, like they're stuck in this apartment in the city, just like hiding. Um, but bad, you know, Brad Pitt, the main character is like, man, we get to get out of here. Like we're going to run out of resources. You know, the, the, there's more people getting affected. We got to leave. And there's these people in the room who are like, no, let's just stay. Like, I'm too scared to leave. And Brad Pitt said, no, movement is life. Like we have to keep moving. And, um, that's just really stuck with me. Cause I feel like, you know, when you're stuck in sin, when you're stuck in, mm. you know, bad habits, you know, dark places. You know, sometimes it feels comfortable to just sit in pity or just like just to stay there. But, um, you know, you don't want to go through it all the time. You want to try to go around it. You want to try to avoid it. But, you know, God says movement is life. You got to press through and you got to you got to open that door and whatever's in front of it. You just got to keep going. And so that's what this song is about. And I just I love this is my favorite one to perform live. This is it's a vibe, bro. I love hearing that backstory. Oh, my gosh. So cool. It reminds me of Paul the Apostle, you know, like he was on the move in the wrong direction to Damascus, encountered Jesus, and Jesus told him, get up and go. Like he he sent him on a mission mm-hmm. and he was moving in a new direction. And bro, that's so cool. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, this, this is our last track from Break It Down. Jay Sano in the house. This one is called Movement. Let's go. Let's go. Tell me what you want then Tell me what you don't Scratching on the surface Tell me where to go I've been steady searching I know I need to grow If you ain't making moves then I gotta let you go Had to let you know No, 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 no Had to let you know No, 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 no Had to let you know No, 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 no for some weed and a Rolex Can I please get a refund? Did it mean to be soulless? Man, I'm starting to gather We have no idea what woke is So we keep tearing everybody down like the POTUS Why there are so many mistakes I keep making Got so many masks on my face I keep faking Got the same routine and I think I'll keep changing Think that's what it's saying is Yup, I'm feeling brainless Been living too shallow Stay cold in the shadows Is it found at the bottom of the bottle? Going full throttle, cling to the Bible Ooh, why you always trying to get loose? Don't forget how to tie your shoes Bad habits stick like glue you need to move If they don't got your back Then why you call them If you broke Why you at the mall then Say you found Why you looking lost fam No you need to move Quit stalling Tell me what you want then 
tell me what you don't Scratching on the surface, tell me where to go I've been steady searching, I know I need to grow All right, movement is life, bro. Such a great track. Now that I know the backstory, I can just enjoy it that much more every time I jam to it. So I want everybody, wherever you are, um, stop what you're doing and download Same But Different. Stream it wherever you stream music. This is a jam you've got to listen to Jay Sano. Thank you so much for coming on Break It Down and the Mission Driven Podcast. God bless you, bro. Mm, thanks for having me, Joe. Really appreciate you. Appreciate your ministry, everything you do. Thank you, bro. Uh, until next time, I hope to see you in Australia soon. Absolutely. All God right. bless. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. We really hope you gained something from this episode. Big thank you to Jay Sano for being our mission-driven guest. Oh, man, I loved hearing some of that new music he was bumping. Major thanks to my wife, Noelle Melendrez, for word of the day, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 7. Feel free to check out Jay Sano's new album, Same But Different, now streaming worldwide. There'll be a link in the show notes. I also want to let you know if you have any questions you'd like to submit for future episodes, please feel free to email me personally at joe at joemelendras.com or you can go to joemelendras.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow me on all social media at joemelendras. Also, if you like today's episode, please feel free to rate, share, comment, and subscribe. It totally helps to get the word out shout out to our sponsor god swag apparel rep what you believe y'all so until next time god loves you and stay mission driven peace